this is Kenya and welcome to my magical cottage core life so today since everyone seems to really like the herbal posts this is a good time to do another one I know two in a row right so take out your book of stuff turn to the herb section again and if you have a subsection for unusual herbs this is the time to open that bad boy up. This is a really beautiful herb and you probably haven't seen this plant before and noticed it. I didn't say you haven't seen it, but you may not have really noticed it. It's one of those things that's kind of rare to come up in conversation, like a pearl of great price. We're talking about pearly everlasting. I hear that groan. I know. I make mom jokes. It's fine. Pearly Everlasting. Also in some areas known as rabbit tobacco. So today we're going to talk a little bit about Pearly Everlasting. So let's get started. like butterflies this is the plant for you this plant ladies painted lady butterflies that is you'll find their caterpillars on the plant it's a little flower it's not huge and it has a yellow center with these white little areas around it and they kind of look like eyes which in folklore the pokey little white parts blind the eyes of negative or wicked or evil spirits so it's a protective plant as well if you have a butterfly garden and you are in the right altitude this would be a wonderful plant to put into your garden just keep in mind wild plants have their own kind of energy when it comes to how much and how often they spread so before you put it into your garden Make sure you have enough space and the right soil and that it will not choke out other plants because that can happen. So you always want to keep this in mind when planning a garden. Always be mindful on the happiness of not only the plant, but the plants around it. Speaking of protection, this plant was also chewed and the juices rubbed on the body to keep warriors safe as well as hunters. You can look up that folklore yourself. This is your, your homework assignment to find out the uses in that way. But there's some other things we can do with Pearly Everlasting. Let's get into it. who try to take time at least once a week if not once a day to care for ourselves can see pearly everlasting as a friend you can use it to make a hand soak or a foot soak and it's very good for those purposes by themselves you can also mix them with other herbs one such herb would be bay leaf however as in all things whenever you're using something like an herb a plant Keep in mind that everything is a form of medicine, 
maybe not allopathic medicine, but it is all medicine. Everything has its own energy. So make sure you energetically vibe with this plant and make sure you have no contraindications when it comes to using this plant externally, topically on your skin, or even internally and you're, if you're taking other medications. If it makes you sneeze, it's generally a good time to not use a plant. That's a general rule. If you're unsure, take the Latin name of any plant you're using to your pharmacist and find out if there's any contraindications. Believe it or not, your pharmacist will be able to find it sometimes a little bit more quickly than your physician, not always. Each one has their own scope of practice and we need to respect that. Also talk to your naturopath if you have one because they also will be schooled in contraindications depending on the level of their commitment and time in the field. Alright, so let's talk about some more things that can happen other than foot baths and hand soaks. This plant can be made into a tisane, also known commonly as a tea. Remember, we talked about in another episode that teas, to be specific, should have tea leaves in them from the tea plant. But that is just if you're just being picky. In general usage, people use infusions or decoctions of plants and call them teas as part of the vernacular of the common tongue. We all use the word tea. It's just common shorthand for when we're talking about tisanes or tea. So in this case, I'm talking about a single herb tisane. These kinds of teas or tisanes are called simples if they only have one plant. You can mix them with other ones as well. This is a beautiful flower tea or tisane, and it can be nice and relaxing. But again, always check for contraindications with any medication you may be on. Also, don't take things like this that would maybe make you mellow if you're already on something for depression. You'd be surprised. And one more thing to be remembering is that <clears throat> things that work one way for an adult may not work the same way for a child. So keep that in mind as well. Teas from this particular flower are actually quite nice and they are not overly bitter as some medicinal teas can be. You might want to try it and see what you think yourself. Just remember, if you're not harvesting it yourself, to get it from a reputable dealer. I usually get mine from Crystal Cauldron here in Michigan. Keep in mind also that teas are not the only way to use this plant internally. Let's go and talk about the next thing now. As I said in the beginning, one of the names for this particular herb is rabbit tobacco or women's tobacco. This is when common names can be an issue because rabbit tobacco has a name for another plant as well. It's used the other way. So don't think that everything that's called rabbit tobacco will be pearly everlasting. It's important to know the difference. 
I would say this is more along the line of remembering to call it women's tobacco so you don't get them confused. This is a smoking herb and can be used in smoking blends for women's ceremony and certain practices that I am not authorized to speak on, so I'm not going to get into what they are, but it can be used that way. If you're smoking and you're using mullen and you want to have a blend that wasn't just mullen, you could definitely add Pearly Everlasting and it would be a nice effect. You can make your own dream cigarettes or cigars in order to achieve spiritual harmony as well as certain vibrations by mixing Pearly Everlasting in there. These can be used on hook and hookah pipes as well as regular cigars. Cigars don't always have to be wrapped in tobacco either. You can wrap them in rose petals, in pineapple wraps, and other items. But there's another way you can inhale this plant. Let's get into it. The other way to use this plant is as a steam. That's right. You can make a super hot bowl of water, put the plant in, let the steam begin to rise, put a cloth over your head with your face over the steaming bowl, and have the medicine get into your body via steam. You may have seen these old images where people would use menthol to steam things or even mint. And there are other plants that have been used this way throughout the centuries as well. This is one of the ways that you can use Pearly Everlasting. It's actually a gentle medicine and it won't hurt you. You can also use the steam in other parts of the body. You could use it as a yoni steam, however, as I am not a certified yoni health practitioner, I will not tell you that this is true or not true with authority simply is an option to explore. If you're not certain, please contact someone who has specialization in those areas. Remember we talked about keeping ourselves safe? Well, after you do your infusion, you could definitely bless the infusion water after a steam and use the liquid to rub yourself down in a magical, bla in a magical bath. There's nothing wrong with it, and it will give you one more measure of protection about your day. just a small note that you can add in your home remedy notes. Pearly Everlasting can also be used on ulcers and burns, scrapes and cuts, and aching joints. That means you can make a liniment out of it if you put it in some of the very strong alcohol, at least 40%, or into a vodka. You would use these on your joints as a rub in order to make yourself feel better. So let's say you're cooking and burn some of your cookies or your scones, you could definitely see if maybe treating it with a little bit of Pearly Everlasting would work as far as a liniment. You can also look up to see whether or not it would be appropriate for you to use it to help in diarrhea, just in case you eat the wrong thing in your foraging trips, that might not be so much fun. 
Pearly Everlasting can also be used in dyes. It makes a beautiful yellowish to brown tint depending on what part you use. And you can also use the leaves to eat in cookies. So you can make Pearly Everlasting cookies. You could actually have a Pearly Everlasting party. Have Pearly Everlasting cookies with Pearly Everlasting tea and dye some Pearly Everlasting dye. Dye the yarn that way from your sheep or your cotton and just sit down and knit yourself up a storm. I know, but what is important to remember that in the above scenario that I just discussed, you wouldn't want to go that far because there is this whole thing about moderation. And whenever we're using plant medicine, we should always exercise moderation. I guess there's only one thing left. And that thing is for us to get ready to say goodbye. I do so enjoy our chats together. I love being able to talk to my friends about fun new things. And we're friends, right? I'd like to think so. If you enjoyed this episode and have an herb you'd like me to cover, visit me on my Magical Cottagecore Life page on Facebook. And don't forget to catch me on Spotify and other media platforms. I really hope you take the time to actually look into this plant. And this is the time of the year that if you can get your hands on seeds, you can actually plant now because you have to plant early in the year to be able to reap them later. The best late plans and all that. So, you know, and if you do plant them and they don't come out the way you want or they don't come up, that's okay. Nature just said, no, not this time. And we have to learn to accept things that nature decides will be so all right so that's i guess that's everything so i hope to see you here next time on my magical cottage core life goodbye mm-hmm.